pleasure leads to uh, an alive, enlivened life, right? It's like the fabric on our skin. It's the breeze and nature and the sun shining and the birds chirping on a walk. And when we are in pleasure, we are releasing oxytocin. So of course, pleasure, right? Like we hear the word pleasure and we automatically think that um, it's associated with something sexual because that's the programming. But the reality is, is it is an opportunity to, to walk through life in a state of presence because when we are in pleasure, we are awakened to our senses. When we are awakened to our senses, we are absolutely in a state of presence. We're releasing oxytocin. We're not releasing any of the fight, flight, or freeze hormones. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful people. I am excited to announce that I am recording this from my rental in Black Mountain, North Carolina. I've been talking about this for a long time now and it feels really good. I was in the car yesterday for hmm, 14 hours. We had our pup with us and we had a trailer. So we we had to drive slower than we normally would. And then of course, lots of breaks for our fur baby. And um, yeah, it just feels really special to be recording this here today. And so the title of this episode is Exploring the, the Pleasure Path and Sacred Sensuality. <clears throat> I recorded this actually on Valentine's Day about a year and a half ago. And oh my gosh, there was a part of me that was like, this is embarrassing. I don't want to share this one. Um, but I, I think it's important because I was having the courage to share intimate parts of my life and, and intimate lights, light, intimate aspects of my life with myself, with my partner, especially as we explore pleasure, sensuality, sexuality, right? Like these taboo topics and where I want to take the podcast is, is having more of these taboo conversations and just normalizing, um, yeah, just these topics and, and these discussions and not making them a big deal. And again, not everybody needs to talk about this, but it feels important for me to talk about it. And it, it's like everybody gets to choose the aspects of their life that they want to share with the world. And I feel like if more people just are more open about topics like this, then it would be 
easier to share and to open up with the, the close people in your life, like your partner, for example, or even just with friends to just be like, Hey, I'm experiencing this. What are how is it? What is this like for you? And just not feeling so isolated and alone, because I think so many of us feel like we're the only ones going through it. Like when we're going through something, we think nobody else is going through it. And we think nobody else understands, or we think everybody else has it all figured out. And of course, we have social media, which makes it very challenging. We have the, these reels that literally show the highlights of people's life and, and, and doesn't show what it took to get there and doesn't show the behind the scenes and doesn't show, you know, the 90% of the time when people are struggling or people don't have it all together. So I wanted to come in and be raw and real with you as the podcast is continuing to unfold in the way that I want to to talk about it. So I took a bunch of notes here because it's funny. I think about a year and a half ago and I, I look at how I was communicating and the things that I was saying. And I, I there was a, like I said, there was a part of me that was embarrassed because I'm like, I could tell that I was being shy. Right. But this is why I want to showcase um, parts of me and times in my life when I was being bold and taking risks even when I didn't have it all figured out, even when it was very evident that um, there was maybe still a little bit of fear there or like an innocence or wanting to talk about something, but still kind of tiptoeing around it, for example, or just practicing, right? Like I was, I was live in my Facebook group practicing and with the women who chose to be there. And now I'm sharing this episode publicly with whomever wants to tune in from all over the world. And so that's, stretchy for me. And that's why I'm doing it. Um, I wrote here, I talk about my Catholic upbringing a bit. I didn't really get into it too much. But, you know, a lot of I was raised Catholic, but I I, I want to say I was forced into Catholicism. I, I did go to Catholic school and I don't know. It was just like I was asked to get all of my sacraments and I was kind of bribed by my parents like in some ways to finish all of my my Catholic sacraments and I just I eventually we stopped going as a family to church and um I don't know. I just I never really felt connected to Catholicism in that way. But I will say, um, so the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I just want people to know that uh, when I recorded this, it was during a time when I was still kind of moving through a lot of my healing that needed to happen with religion. And now I'm in a much different place. And I actually am starting to kind of come back to, you know, certain prayers, for example, like the Our Father and the Hail Mary and connecting with Mother Mary, just connecting with these energies and connecting with the sacredness of which these principles and teachings were founded upon, like before, you know, man, human got their hands on it. And um, it's been a really beautiful experience for me. And I'm still in the middle of it. But I kind of wanted to touch on that because um, I'm like bringing the rosary, for example, back into my life in a new way, like just like mala beads, right? So I'm just using 
I kind of am just exploring all of it. I'm still exploring all of it. And so when you listen to the, to the episode portion, just know that, um, yeah, when I do talk about religion, um, I was still healing and I'm probably still healing, but I'm just much more open and yeah, I'm just much more open. Like I don't associate with any form of religion anymore, but I can absolutely see the beauty in so many of them and the sacredness. And, and that's kind of the place that I'm in now is again, curiosity and just, um, kind of, again, going back to like the roots and going back to what feels good for me. So I wanted to mention that. I also, I loved this. So I mentioned my soul sis, Sasha, I guess she had shared some sort of email or live where she says the feminine is not of completion, it's of experience. And I define it in a different way, but this whole episode is really about the experience. And that's what this podcast is moving towards. (laughs) Actually, the name of the podcast when I shift things up later this month has the word experience in it. And so to me, we're here to experience and to slow down. And for example, like even my deepening with the rosary and understanding going back. So this is where it's fun. Like I I know all of these prayers from when I was in school, when I was in Catholic school and when I was raised in the church and like, I just let them all go. And now I'm like really connecting foundationally again to the words. And it's like, what does this actually mean? And I wait and I listen and I feel it in my body. Right. So I'm like being in the experience of the prayer versus somebody telling me, you need to say this. You need to pray the Hail Mary. Like I remember, oh my gosh, I remember my first reconciliation (laughs) when I was, I think it's in third grade in Catholic school where you have your confession for the first time. And they'll be like, you know, you go in there and you're so nervous and you're like, I said a cuss word (laughs) or whatever it was. And they'll be like, okay, say 10. Hail Marys and two hour fathers, right? And it's just, it's so transactional. And it's like, oh, in order for me to be a good person, and I wasn't planning on going here, but here we are. This is how it works, right? In order for me to be a good person, I have to go to this priest and I have to tell this priest what I did. And this priest tells me what I do to redeem myself. And I just do it really quickly and I'm done. And then I'm on a clean slate and then I can go back and do it again, right? Like, this is my problem. And I see it all the time when I'm watching things on Netflix with Chad. I can't even think of it like, oh, like Jack Ryan. So Chad loves Jack Ryan. I can't really get in. Like I used to love action shows like that, but now I can't really get into it. So I'll kind of be in and out. But there's a lot of times, like especially like with the Mexican cartels, right? Like there will be like rosaries and Bibles or they'll show them like in church repenting. And then it's like, they're going out and doing all of these horrific things. And to me, it's like a very extreme example of like, this isn't what it's about. (laughs) Like, this isn't what it's about. Like, this is about the experience. This is, I, I don't need a priest to tell me that I'm a good human or to tell me to do these things in order for me to feel whole or in order for me to feel cleansed, right? Like I can do that on my own. And so that's just the place that I'm in. And again, um, I I think we're in such a deep time of this where I, like, I know that I'm not doing things just so I can go to some pearly gates of heaven and have 
quote unquote, God tell me if I pass the test or not, right? Like to me, it's so much deeper than that. To me, it's, it's, it's really about, again, the experience, <laughs> which is when we feel safe, we can surrender, we can connect to pleasure and presence. And when we're in that space, we are emanating love. When we're in that space, we're able to connect with humans. When we're in that space, we make decisions from a uh, place of integrity. At least I can speak for myself. And then life just becomes beautiful. And I don't need to go <laughs> to reconciliation because I'm just being myself and I'm doing good deeds for the sheer act of how it feels, right? And I'm connecting and and I'm alive. And so that's the difference. And that's the space that I'm in right now. But, you know, for a long time, I was in this place of like, nope, I don't agree with the church, for example, like, that's my story, because I grew up in the church. But like, I just am like, nope, I'm not I'm not associated with any of that. All of that is tarnished. But I realized there's really so much beautiful gold there. And I think I also want to talk about, you know, in this episode, I say downloads a lot. I say like spirit wanted me to share with you. I was in a space where I was really um, <sighs> like my awakening happened very quickly and I was just connecting with different energies and I do have a very strong connection. I would say with Mary Magdalene is probably the strongest. Um, but now I'm I'm realizing like these energies are not separate from me. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, it's, 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 it's like an attunement that happens, right? It's like a dial within. So I have now an understanding where I have this ability and we all do, but I just, you know, I'm, this is where I'm at in my practice where I can, I feel my, my frequency shifting and I have the ability to connect with um, various energies and nothing is like happening outside of me. Like, right. It's kind of that same thing where like the God is outside, right? The priest is outside telling you what to do. Like Jesus is telling you out outside that saying, this is how you need to be saved. It's kind of the same when I started connecting with spirit in deeper ways. Like it was almost like I went back to that old programming of this is outside of me. And so I think I also want to talk about that with the episode where I don't use this kind of terminology anymore and I don't use this type of lingo because I have a deeper understanding of how the connection's actually happening. Like my higher self is not any, it's not, my higher self isn't like outside of me. <laughs> my higher self is here right now in this body, right? And so, and is not separate from me. Like I am all of it. I am, I'm an integrated being. I am you know, it's like spiritualizing the matter, right? Like, so in this body, I'm spiritualizing the matter that is Lindsay, you know, the essence of Lindsay. And so when I am so connected with myself, it's this dial that shifts frequency and emanates and I have ability to just connect. It's not like I'm going anywhere or it's not like this crazy experience is happening like it's much more simple than I think the spiritual world tends to make it and again um, I'm really moving away from the dogma of like for example channeling and things like that to me it's like okay I know how to connect with myself I feel deeply connected I feel deeply inspired 
And when that happens, I have the ability to attune to certain energies um, if I so choose. And that's it. Like, I don't leave my body. It's not that it's not me anymore. It's me. (laughs) And everything is happening inside of me. And so I do want to talk about um, when I was recording this, like this is how the evolution of our understanding happens as we continue to just tune in and ask like, is this my concept or did somebody tell me this was a concept, right? Did somebody tell me I was channeling or did I see that? Did I read that in a book and just am I having these experiences and somebody, right? Am I having these experiences and because I read this somewhere, because I saw this somewhere on the Gaia channel, <laughs> like, am I putting a name to this? So I'm, I'm like trying to, with myself to not put a name to everything so much, which is what we want to do as humans. Um, and so you're going to hear me not say a lot of the lingo that you're going to hear a lot in the spiritual world anymore, because I do think it pushes people away. I also think people are not ready for it. It confuses people. Um, and I think the words get thrown around a lot and then get misconstrued. And um, I just want to be in integrity with, again, with what I'm experiencing. And again, there's like a simplification that's happening. Um, I do talk about, you know, my so for example like my connection with yeshua and mary magdalene <clears throat> my connection with yeshua kind of comes and goes from time to time but mary magdalene's been very present mother mary here and there as well um but like i i can't explain it but i just kind of receive these knowings for example in terms of of tantra and in terms of life force energy and in terms of, you know, the energy that was harnessed, for example, when Yeshua and Mary Magdalene were on stages and and performing these healings in front of thousands of people. So, right. It's like, I didn't read that in a book. It's just something that I feel. So I don't know if it's true, but it feels in my body that it's true. And so when I connect with these energies at times and I'm getting these, this insight, right. These impulses of like, Hey, here's here's what has been shut down, right? And we know, especially in the church, like sexuality is a big no-no and there's a lot of taboo conversations about that. And when I connect in and I'm receiving these very strong impulses, like, no, 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 the sacred sexuality is is a spiritual act, is a sacred act, right? It's the the life force, the same the same life force that creates a human is the same life force that, creates worlds is the same life force that creates change is the same life force that has the passion and the drive to create movements right and um and that is that aliveness that's running through all of us that when we're in the experience of life we're unstoppable and we are activators right like it's that activator energy And I think what I want to share about this is like, even now when I'm talking about it, I'm just like, are people going to believe, you know, it's like, I I I hear the mental chatter, like, are people going to believe me or, um, are people like, I don't know. It's like, it's the same bullshit stories that keep coming up. Are people going to believe me? Are people going to not understand me? Are people going to think it's weird? And 
you know, and then there's a part of me inside that's like, who fucking cares? I don't care if you believe me. Like, right. So I tune in, I connect to the experience of life. I surrender. I feel a presence that I've invited, right? Like very beautiful energies that I've invited in to help me, to support me, to be there for me. And then when I receive something, I'm like, oh, wow, this feels like truth. And then I share it with you. But you don't have to take that as truth. You get to, right? Like maybe when you hear that and you're like, oh my gosh, I can just feel Mary Magdalene and Yeshua on stage and healing people through these beautiful tantric practices, right? Of sacred sensuality and sexuality and life force, right? You may be like, that's bullshit. Or you might be like, oh my gosh, that resonates. So this is the difference is you get to choose. Do I, I have no idea. (laughs) I wasn't there. Maybe I was there. I don't know, but it feels true for me. And it's supported me in deepening my journey of my own understanding of sacred sexuality with myself, with my partner and what that means in my life. Again, aside from the bedroom, like how that plays into everything that I do and how I show up. And so that's kind of how I move through life now is it's like, I'm not taking a concept externally anymore. I'm, if I hear a concept, for example, if I hear something and it deeply resonates, I'm like, ooh, okay, I want to explore that further. And I go inside. So that's the difference now. Let me look at my notes here. So I talk about this, a couple of intimate and personal experiences. And I actually remember this like it was yesterday because it was powerful. I was just not feeling that great. I think I was trying to work and I immediately just felt inspired to go to a yoni steam. And if you're not familiar with what a yoni steam is, it's basically, you know, hot water, steamed water with different herbs and things like that. I think I had one like a Hawaiian blend and you kind of sit on it and basically it moves through the tissues and it's it's a, a womb cleansing and it can cleanse on a physical level, energetic level and so many different levels. And it's just right. It's again like there's hot water. I play music. Right. And so I lit candles. It was a, it was an experience that I created and I didn't have an agenda. I wasn't trying to have an outcome. I was just like, OK, this would feel really nice right now. And what ended up happening was, and it was one of the first times that this was that that this had happened is I started getting in a very deep, um, like transcendental state and I started journaling like crazy. And I just, again, received all these impulses and some of the impulses were again around what I shared with you about Yeshua and Mary Magdalene and the healings that would happen, but also how to deepen my connection with Chad and and to like really go there. And it's, it's hard to be, I don't want to say it's hard. This is something that it's like, oh gosh, these are, these are parts about my private life that I wouldn't normally share with people. But, you know, I, I just, I want, I wanted to, (laughs) like, there's a part of me that's like, should I, should I not? And so it does take courage, right, to to talk about these experiences. And again, there's so many others and it just felt important to share. Like I wasn't I wasn't feeling aligned. I gave myself this opportunity to surrender and be in the experience. 
I received beautiful impulses and insights. And then what happened? I took action on it. I implemented it. I tried it on and I told Chad, hey, here's some of the impulses that I got you in. And he's like, okay, you know, and I'm really grateful that I have a partner that, again, he doesn't always understand. Like he doesn't understand everything that I share, but there's also this like, okay, like he's always willing to kind of go there and to try, even if he's like, okay, I don't know if I'm prepared for this because sometimes my ideas are like eccentric and off the wall, but I'm just grateful that he holds the space for me. He, he gives me the space to be myself and, and I feel safe to ask him to try things on and he's my beloved. And if I can't feel safe in the bedroom with him, for example, if I can't feel safe being myself around him in my house, if I can't feel safe expressing with him, then how on earth am I going to be that for my clients, for my loved ones, extended family, for all of you, you know? And so he's, he's, he's my person. Um, and, and I believe that we experience through relationship, right? Like we experience life through relating with others and he's the closest person in my life, right? I live with him. Like he knows me intimately. We're intimate in many, many ways. And so for me to have fear, like noticing, wow, there was a fear that I had of, of asking him to go there or or for me to say, Hey, let's try something different in the bedroom or whatever it is. Like just noticing these little pieces of where there's a hesitation. And so it's, it's interesting how the one person I feel the safest, who's never made me feel like I've never felt judged by him at all. There's still a hesitation of being myself, of being my full self. And that is an indicator that there's still an opening that gets to happen. And I'm okay with that. And right. And so that's where when I have these beautiful connections and insights and I take action on it, it's like, okay, as long as I know that I'm taking action and I'm doing something with that, I know that healing is happening. I know that transformation is happening. I know that there's a deeper understanding that's happening. I know that the person who, you know, before I mentioned with Chad, like, hey, we're going to try this, you know, can we try this intimate experience? And he said, yes, right. And I, I can assure you that the the woman that at the end of that experience or the next day or, you know, like week, days, weeks, months after is a different woman than the person who had asked, who had not asked him like before that experience. Am I making sense? Right. So it's like, because I received something and I did something with it, I'm different. I'm evolved. I'm changed. And even though there's still moments where I have fear, like even now I'm like, oh my gosh, I never would have shared something publicly like this. There's also part of me that's like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) I just want to be like, I'm just figuring this shit out with everybody else, you know, like how to keep things spicy in the bedroom with my husband and how to really honor my, like my femininity and what is required for me in order to have these beautiful experiences in the bedroom and same with my husband, like honoring him and, and, but not banishing ourselves, right? Not sacrificing in for the other person, but really having this beautiful co-created partnership and everything is a practice and everything is a deepening of exploration. And, you know, like sometimes I'm like 
really into this. And other times I'm like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> like, let's just go back to the way things were, or let's not overthink it. Right. Like sometimes there's, there's opportunities also to be like, okay, we're going to sex school, which I talk about in the episode as a joke, but then there's like a, a pause that happens. And I feel like there, there's the integration that happens and then the transformation happens. And then it's like the new baseline. And then you can try some new things or you can have some new conversations or you can have a deepening and then you create the space again. So it's not saying like, it's like this all the time with him and I, but I create, we create together these, yeah, just these moments to be like, wait, just because we've always done things this way doesn't mean we have to do this forever. And this goes for anything in life. And that's why moving, I mean, even now Chad and I on the car ride up yesterday, we're talking about the reset that happens. Disruption can feel uncomfortable, right? Asking your partner to like try something different in the bedroom or uprooting your life and moving across state lines or, you know, shifting, you know, like ending a relationship or maybe professing your love to someone that you've been dying to profess your love to for a long time, or maybe just having the hard conversation or whatever it is, that disruption is where the gold lives. Like the reset that is going to happen for my partner and I here, right? Everything is new, new people, new environment, like new energy. Everything is new, new home, new opportunities to start over, to refresh, to take what we've been cultivating when we were in Florida and continue to refine that, but also to be like, why were we even doing that thing and letting it go? And again, I'm not telling everybody to move, but we can do that in our own ways. We can, this is why retreats are so powerful. Actually, I was just looking in my memories. I was in Hawaii two years ago, um, this week. And it was right. It's like, you don't have to travel for a reset, but it's pretty special when you do. Like, that's why I love those resets. I have many micro resets throughout my day, many micro pauses throughout my day, but there's also opportunities to shake things up in, and there's a bajillion ways to do that. And so it takes sometimes if we're not listening the universe creates a little bit disruption, right? For example, getting fired from a job. I believe wholeheartedly that if we get fired for a job from a job, there is a reason why we got fired. We are not meant to do that job. We're meant to do something different. <laughs> We're meant to call in, right? Like there's a reason. So sometimes we get to choose, okay, I'm going to walk away like what I did, but I have a feeling that if I didn't walk away from my corporate career, I could have potentially gotten fired. For example, I could have had my health could have gotten, you know, worse. And that's what was happening. And who knows, maybe I would have been hospitalized and maybe something more serious would have happened and I wouldn't have been able to work. I don't know. I'm just thinking of ideas, but this is kind of how it works where sometimes we get jolted in little ways and sometimes we get jolted in bigger ways and it's all beautiful, truly it's all beautiful. Like the trauma is sacred. The disruption is sacred. It really, really is. And oh, I just want to be able to hopefully one day 
come on here and talk about all of these things and not have an inkling of like, oh my gosh, what if my parents listen to this? Or (laughs) what if sister Catherine, my first grade Spanish teacher (laughs) who was a nun listens to this? I'm just kidding. She's no longer with us. She was already like, I don't know, in her seventies, eighties when I was in third grade. But, um, you know, I just, I don't know if I'm making sense, but this is what is on my heart. And I really hope this episode supports you, whether you're listening to this intro and you're hearing from me in a different space, or you're seeing me fumble across talking about more taboo topics and just trying things on and and trying to like put words to what I've been experiencing and feeling inside, you know, it's like, who cares? Who cares? I don't care what people think. That's my mantra. I don't care what people think. (laughs) And um, I hope that that inspires you a little bit. And yeah, in North Carolina. So it's going to be a lot of fun this week. We're just going to be getting settled here. And yeah, it feels, it feels really good. All right. Enjoy this episode and much love. Hello. Let's see if we're in the right place and ah, I don't really feel prepared for this, but this is part of just trusting and doing it. Okay. So let me just make sure we're live. I see some people tuning in. All right. So what did I say? Downloads from spirit involving sacred sexuality, sensuality, pleasure, presence, and a practical tip since it is love day, you know, just that remembrance that we get to walk in love. Um, you know, we get to operate from the vibration of love. And what I really want to connect with you on is the word pleasure, because there's a lot of stories around pleasure. And what is coming through for me is I've been really connected to my spirituality in a very deep way over the last couple of years. And, um, I had a lot of fear around what was, you know, it was like this, this polarization, like this paradox inside of me where I really trusted and I felt really supported. And then there was like my personality that had a lot of shame, like had a lot of shame around what was coming through and what would people think. And, you know, it's like, I was raised Catholic and everything was like checking a box and, all of the Catholics I know, like don't have the same connection to source and spirit that I have and God that I have. And yet there's just so many rules. And that was just my experience just being raised through religion and through institutionalized religion. And the more that I started to really um, just go deep within and, and um, almost dissolve all of the conditioning that I had, um, I feel more connected than ever. And I'm being guided to share what's coming through from from a deep, rich place and from my heart. And so I'm busting through fear around, you know, it's like, this is working for me. And there's these thematics that keep coming through. And then, you know, (laughs) and then um, like really just trusting that and really like, it's like the world needs this more than ever. So what I want to share is pleasure. There's a lot of stories around pleasure. It's good. It's bad. I have some notes here from my musings from yesterday. 
it's selfish. There's an outcome, right? Like a lot of times pleasure is associated with orgasm, the act of sex itself, the outcome of that, like pleasure to get somewhere. And that is a lot of story. And so pleasure really starts within us. It's a form of awakeness. Pleasure leads to uh, an alive, enlivened life, right? It's like the fabric on our skin. It's the breeze and nature and the sun shining and the birds chirping on a walk. And when we are in pleasure, we are releasing oxytocin. So of course, pleasure, right? Like we hear the word pleasure and we automatically think that um, it's associated with something sexual, because that's the programming. But the reality is, is it is a, a, an opportunity to, to walk through life in a state of presence. Because when we are in pleasure, we are awakened to our senses. When we are awakened to our senses, we are absolutely in a state of presence. We're releasing oxytocin. We're not releasing any of the fight, flight, or freeze hormones. When we are in pleasure, we are in ple- presence. When we are in presence, there is absolutely no way that we can be releasing cortisol and all of the fight or flight hormones that keep us stressed, that keep us in anxiety. And so really what I know to be true from my connections with spirit is we are in a reversal code stage in this moment, in this time of reclaiming what pleasure is, reclaiming pleasure. And I've been talking a lot with my soul sister coach, mentor, friend, colleague, Sasha about this. And she went live yesterday because we're, there's a lot of synchronicities that I'm noticing with my soul sisters and her and I have been really deepening and I've been really consuming her content as I'm noticing her way of being shifting and her reclamation and her coming back to the feminine and really this beautiful sacred union between the feminine and the masculine. And yesterday she shared the feminine is not of completion. It's of experience, pleasure, right? We think pleasure is the outcome, right? Is the orgasm, is the act itself, is the transmission when really it's about the experience. And so the downloads I received, right? So her, her definition was the feminine is not of completion. It's of experience. For me, it's about alignment. It's about attunement is much more important, is much more potent, is much more powerful than the act itself. The act, the transmission, the to-do, the task item, the, if we're wanting to talk about a sexual act, right? Right. The reason why so many women in particular struggle with sex and don't feel aligned with their partners or in general is especially in marriage, because I'm seeing it with clients time and time again. And I'm I've experienced this in my own sacred union with Chad is for women in particular, the experience is everything. That is the feminine. It is not about the end result. And so why I want to share this is I'll get into something that happened yesterday and how this led to um, like a sacred sexual act with Chad and I and um, how we're going to continue to deepen here. But, you know, like I have absolutely, I've quit the gym and I stopped going to the gym because I felt pressure. I felt like, oh, like it felt like I'm only doing this to check a box. I'm only doing this because I feel like I have to. 
And I was really in this like massive push and pull of like, how do I want to move my body and how do I want to work out? And I, I stopped the gym because it was about checking the box. It was about the act. It was about, I need to do this because this is what society tells me that I need to do in order to feel good, in order to, you know, take care of my body. And now what I've been doing is every workout that I do, which I'm, I actually moved my body three times today, like one for an hour, one for 30 minutes and one for like 15 since I woke up this morning, like three times today, because I am creating pleasure in every act, in every movement. And that is what is allowing me to thrive during these times. That is what is allowing me to be excited about moving my body. That is what I am, um, you know, experiencing in my business and in my relationships. And this is the most abundance that I've ever received and prosperity that I've ever received in my business. And I'm working a lot less, but it's about intentionality. It's about the experience. It's about being in pleasure because when I'm in pleasure, people can feel that I feel good. People can feel that I have an open heart and that I'm loving. People can feel that energetic, right? I'm not doing it because I just want to get another client or I just want to do another task and I'm checking a box and checking a box and being a machine. That is what we are in the reversal of right now. So like I said, there's a lot of stories around the word pleasure and I invite you to journal on that if, you know, it's like good, bad, you know, um, selfish. A lot of times we think pleasure is selfish. A lot of times we think it has to do with sexuality and it absolutely doesn't. So if you're tuning in later now, I see some of you coming on, go back and, and watch from the beginning around my my definition and what I believe the word ple- pleasure creates in the body. And so yesterday, so I, I'm really over the last several months, I've really been in this place of, of really tuning into where I'm inspired, really following the breadcrumbs of when I'm inspired, what feels good. And it's been working. It's been working. Um, like I said, my business is booming and I'm loving being in relationship and traveling and being at home and, you know, getting my backyard done and calling in the abundance. And what I found is I was so attuned, so aligned. I am like completely grounded. A lot of my soul sisters are like, holy cow, you're so grounded. Like I can see this column of light all the way into the core of the center of the earth and all the way up to the cosmos. Like you are connected to your unseen support and like so rooted in the earth and I feel it. But what started happening is I started, my potentiality started expanding. Things started coming into my field like really, really fast. Good things, things that I asked for. And I started getting overwhelmed, which is crazy. Like I laugh about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't keep up with this. And what I realized is I did not have the structure. I did not have the masculine structure to hold my feminine flow. And so now I'm really back in this space of operating from this place of pleasure, pleasure, but creating this sacred container, this masculine container for me to be able to hold what I'm creating, whether it's like personal life with my husband, with my friends, in my business, with my family, with myself. And so um, why I'm saying this is yesterday, like I started doing um, like these prayers and these meditations and I was really loving it for the last several days. And then yesterday I was resisting it and I realized it's like, oh, I get it. I get to create the container, right? Like I get to tell myself, 
it's important for me to move my body every day during this time. It's important for me to work my business during these hours during this time. It's important for me to go get fresh air during this time. It's important for me to tune in and and connect and do my sacred practices, but it doesn't need to look the same way every day. And it's just so funny how it's like, I keep forgetting that I get to change my mind. So yesterday, what I did was I felt called to do a Yoni steam and who like connected with spirit. It was super potent. I got a lot of downloads around like motherhood because I'm really wanting to step into that soon. Um, and it actually started. Oh, I know what I wanted to say before I get there. This is really, really critical. This is really, really important that spirit wanted me to share with you. Still sounds really weird saying that, but I'm rolling with it. When I go to do anything, I check in now. And if I don't feel pleasure, if I don't feel good, if I don't feel aligned, I don't do the task. And I go and I create an opportunity for me to to tap back in, to change my state, to be in a space of expansion and joy and love and pleasure. There are times when I go to do that to change my state and I might change it briefly and I immediately bounce back. Like it's like, I'm not able to connect. I'm not able to like replenish. And that is a indicator that I am so depleted that I am not meant to do the task. I am not meant to push through the thing. And it is like now my radar of, Ooh, wow, I really overdid it. I am not nourished. I am not serving. I am not showing up from an, from a full fountain, a full abundant, you know, cup. So it's like, go back in. And so I'm really learning, like it's a really high practice. And, and what's really been supportive is the allowance is like knowing that my personality and my conditioning and my human self has been running, like my nervous system has been running this way for three decades plus. And so of course it's going to take time. Of course I'm going to bump up, bump up against things and just really being okay and allowing that like, oh, wow, okay, I'm really depleted. Like, wasn't didn't see that coming instead of the beat up and oh my gosh. And I just give myself what I'm desiring in that moment. I go back, replenish, create pleasure, create presence, release oxytocin. And then I go and do the task. And what's what I'm realizing is like the amount of capacity that I have to be able to show up for myself. Like I think about when I was an engineer, to tell you that I moved my body three times today because I wanted to, like that would have never happened in that lifestyle. And I'm not saying if you're in corporate, you can't give that to yourself. Like anyone can give this to to yourself. So why I'm saying this is yesterday I ended up, um, instead of, you know, resisting and doing the thing that I thought I needed to do, I did a Yoni steam and it was like this really sacred experience with my womb and with my body. And, um, you know, the messages that I got were really around sexuality is safe. Sexuality is sacred. Even like the connections that I'm having with a lot of these ascended masters. And again, just a lot of the research that I'm doing, like Tantra was absolutely connected to the healings that were happening on the consciousness of the planet. Even when Jesus was walking the planet, like the amount of shame that's associated with sexuality, the amount of shame that's associated with our life force, the amount of persecution that women have faced time and time again for literally thousands and thousands and thousands of years related to our life force, related to our eroticism, related to our power, related to our sexuality, our sensuality, our pleasure. 
it's no wonder we're struggling and I, but I can feel the desire. I can feel it. I can see women coming to me. I can see it, like hear it from my colleagues, from my friends, from my clients. These are the conversations that we're having. And so here's what the, I'm just going to tell you the personal note that I got. And then I'm going to leave you with the, with the practical piece. Cause it's amazing. I like tried it out with Chad yesterday and gosh, I wish he wasn't so shy, but like that poor, that poor kid is like, it would literally, he would lose his mind if I asked him to come on here and have a conversation with you all about it. He gets like completely still when he gets on camera. So the Yoni steam happened. And what's interesting is I'm just going to share it. Like all of a sudden spirit was like, oh, you know, like, do you want to explore your vulva? Like, did you know that this is actually pleasurable for you? Like there were places that I touched myself yesterday that I didn't even know, like, were pleasurable because I never gave it a chance because I was always in self-pleasure wanting the outcome, right? Like in control of the outcome, doing what I thought I needed, doing what I thought was expected of me, doing what I thought felt good. And I had never given myself the spaciousness. And it was so amazing because the yoni steam, you know, you're sitting over this bowl of hot, like steamy. It just was like so sacred and so beautiful. And, um, So what the downloads, so the information I received was breathe deep during like any sort of sexual act with your husband. And, and literally it was like, this is the same sound that you're actually going to use in labor. So I am like not actually trying to conceive, but like have this massive, um, desire to step into motherhood, but like really from this place of exploration and I'm I'm getting guidance. That's like, oh, this is, this is how you're supposed to breathe, right? How are we modeled to breathe during any sexual act? <laughs> Guess what that's doing? It's immediately telling our body that we're not safe, that we're in fight or flight. It's the complete opposite of pleasure. And so I've been practicing that, but like literally yesterday, spirit was like more. And I was even like, are you sure that's not going to freak out my husband? Like, and they said, no. And it's going to like unlock something in him and it's going to create more vulnerability and intimacy. And so anyway, so the last thing that they said was like, breath is power. Um, and they kept just telling me it's safe. It's safe. It's safe. So all of a sudden last night, Chad gets home. He's in such a good mood. And it was, it was like, oh my gosh, he's in such a good mood. I'm going to tell him like what I received. And so I've been really open with him. I don't give him all the details, but I'm like super open about the experiences. He's obviously lives with me and knows that I've been going through some massive experiences and activations and connecting with spirit. And he just doesn't judge me. I know I picked him as my soulmate because as my life partner, because he doesn't understand it, but he never judges me. And it's like actually perfect because he's not trying to tell me what to do. He's not like, he's just letting me be and not forcing anything and just being there for me, like really able to hold me. So I was like, Chad, I got a download from spirit today. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to tell you about it. And I was like, I was like, we're going to sex school. And he was like, sex school. What's that? So the information was with your partner, like go into a space. I just called it sex school because I thought it was funny, but like go into the act of like, Hey, like literally let's explore in a really fun and childlike and playful way of like what I like, because even what I like now 
and how I like, I am so much more activated in my body that what I used to like, I don't like anymore. And like redefining and rediscovering places and things. And he was like, we've done that before, but this, okay. Like, and I was like, yeah, we've done it before, but it's been a while. I'm like, I mean, slow, like no outcome, no rush, literally like having fun. And you telling me like, oh, oh, like I actually made a joke and I went like upside down and I was like, you know, I'm just making things up. Like, what if, what if I'm supposed to be doing a handstand and like have my pinky, you know, making things up. And so he was so excited about it. And last night, um, it wasn't planned, but we ended up doing like only touching, like only touching. And I'm trying to remember he started on me. Yeah. And holy shit, like it was so amazing because it would be like, we would be in the moment and then we would pause and we would take our time and we would talk about it. And he would be like, really? That feels good. And I would be like, oh my gosh. And then I would start to direct him. And then he would start to be like, what about this? And what about that? And it was so beautiful and so intimate and also so sexy. Anyway, I'll talk about the end at the end. So then it was my turn. And like, we did the same thing. And there was just so much where he was like, wow, I didn't actually know that that was pleasurable for me. And it was so sacred. It was so intimate. There was a little bit of everything, like childlike fun and play, but like, we are married. Like we get to fucking know every nook and cranny of like what lights us up and turns us on. And I was talking to Chad about like, it's not about the orgasm. And what's amazing is we both, I don't even know how long it was. It, I don't feel like it was very long, even in the talking, even in the back and forth, even in like, it was, I don't know, maybe like seven minutes each for us to have like this full body orgasm. My face was tingling so much and then when I went and I was like, oh, by the way, next, I was like, tomorrow I'm going second. <laughs> I was like, I want to go second. I don't want to go first because then I got to like, you know, go back into the app. And then he was like, oh my gosh, my legs and my feet are tingling. I've never experienced this from literally hands only. So this morning I'm like, we're going to go to oral sex school today. We're going to try things. And so um, it was just such a simple act. And I'm cracking up because it's like, oh yeah, I am divinely supported. Like why do I, why am I pretending like I'm alone here? I have benevolent support. Like those of you watching right now, thank you for watching. Like really just feeling safe to have these conversations. I really am grateful. And then, you know, like trusting in the support, like literally I have divine support. That's like, yes, like you get to experience this life force, you get to feel it all. You get, and the endorphin rush after and like how we woke up this morning and the night's sleep that we had. And it wasn't planned. Like I actually told them about the sex school thing and I thought it was going to be a Valentine's day thing. And then I'm like, Ooh, we'll start with touching and then we'll start with oral and then we'll go into the act. And, and, um, we're in like this massive state of curiosity. And the fact that I'm like able to do these deep breaths and like feel no shame around the sounds that I make or what I look like. I, I just feel this like melting in this, um, 
like complete surrender of like letting my body go there and not thinking about the act. Like, where's the note from Sasha? Like the feminine is not about completion. It's of the experience. And so what's interesting is like, I feel like I'm showing my husband too. Like he had this amazing orgasm from freaking touching and that's it in a whole new way because we were focused on the experience because we were focused on curiosity, not judgment, having fun, asking for what we desire. And I can't take any credit because it was, I mean, I guess I can take some cause I'm allowing myself to really connect, you know, to my guides in this way. And, um, and it's interesting because I, I know that Mary Magdalene and Isis, like I've just, known that there was a lot of Tantra that was, what's the word, harnessed during the times that we were, that they were really here to help heal the consciousness of the planet. And a lot of even what Isis, um, a lot of her teachings actually were, um, like even on the papyrus, like things were rewritten to actually shame sexuality and to actually pretend that it wasn't a sacred act. And that's not part of the vibration of expansion, of pleasure, of being able to feel like this is the only dimension that we can actually feel everything. And what are we doing? We're so focused on the act itself and which is stressing us out, which is like, we're not connected, right? Like, oh, I don't want to do this that we're, we're resisting it. We're repelling it. We're not experiencing it because it's so disconnected. And so I just invite you to, whether you have a partner or not, you can do this with yourself. I did it yesterday during my Yoni seam and I was like, oh my gosh, I get like, wow, this is new. And, um, you know, just the invitation to, um, even if you're not quite there yet with your partner, just the invitation of like, we have a potential to be so connected and to really be able to know what each other desires and, and like how that feels and how that looks and like how to turn each other on and to, to like keep things moving and keep things steamy. Because when you're with one person for the rest of your life, it gets to get creative. Like we get to release all the shame and judgment around what sex is supposed to look like and feel like. And unfortunately, you know, for men, for most men, it's like just the act itself, like, you know, and it's very easy for men to get stimulated and turned on. And through me having the courage to be like, husband, I love you. However, like for me, it's energetics. For me, it's about slow and like build up and you know, I put a red light in my room and like, I have playlists now and we light candles and it's an experience. We don't just do this on Valentine's day. It's like an active exploration, but I will say we do go in our moments when we get depleted. That's why the pleasure is so important. When I'm depleted, I don't want to be in this state of like fun and wonderment and play and same with him. And so it's really important to keep coming back to the pleasure, keep coming back to if I'm depleted, there's no room for wanting to create the experience in your mind. What you're going to do is you're going to end up uh, telling yourself a story that it's too much time and you're too tired and yada, yada, yada. So I was like blown away last night of where that took us and 
how excited both of us were and how receptive and, um, it just took curiosity, right? Like when we're in curiosity and wonderment, we're not in judgment and shame. So that's another thing. So we're in like a massive, what's the word? I used it earlier. Reversal. Like we are reversing Christianity. We are reversing what it means to be connected to spirit. We are reversing pleasure. We are reversing what it means to have needs and boundaries. We are reversing what it means to have, to, to be in relationship with other, like we are in a massive reversal era right now around the old way of being and how we've been programmed and what's created our personalities and how we show up in the world. So I'm excited because it's about feeling good. It's about feeling alive. So if there's any shame around any of these words, just pick a new word. That's my thing. It's like, if (laughs) I don't use need and boundaries because I have like energy on that because there's like old stories there. So I just choose new words. So choose new words that feel good for you. And remember, it's about aliveness. It's about trust. It's about confidence. So when we trust, right? Like when we tune into the the pleasure, which creates the presence, this is what opens us up to our vitality, our aliveness, our well-being. This is what brings in all the things that we want right? Like it's not, so we want these tangible things because we think it's going to give us some feeling. But again, that's the completion. You're never going to get the thing and feel whole. The experience is what creates the wholeness. And I have been loving just working less and working out more sometimes. And like today i meal prepped for like two hours in the middle of my day. And I got all the things done that I wanted to get done in my business. And I like Mondays are really a a time for myself. Um, I don't schedule anything for my business Mondays and Fridays. I really like to like keep it clear. And so this is how we create a new earth. This is how we create a new paradigm. This is how we dissolve the old constructs that are keeping us shackled to the old ways of being that don't serve us, you know, that keep us in shame and keep us feeling depleted and burnt out and exhausted. And I really feel like this is just my dharma that there is something for me around like the lineage that I'm breaking around motherhood and around like the whole process of like labor and pleasure and parenting and presence. Like I know that for me, it's a deep, deep, deep rooted story that I get to, um, dismantle and I'm not in any rush. I'm just in like, Ooh, I'm feeling like I want to become a mother, but like, Ooh, okay. There's still a couple things here. And like, what does this mean? And, you know, just really being in a space of, of exploration. So would love to know how this is landing. I have no idea how long I talked for, but, um, think it's time for me to Go back to sex school later. I'll update you all later this week on what comes through. Would love to know how this is landing. And um, I'm just sending so much love. It's like the fear of me having this conversation is so much less than the desire for women in particular and people and beings to feel alive and to have stability and to be the parents I know that they want to be and the business owners and the colleagues and 
the husbands and wives and everything in between, you know, it's like, this is like, I just feel it. It's so palpable. So with that, um, I'm still in the process of planning out. That was one of the messages from my guides yesterday was now the abundance is here. You're a completely open vessel. You asked for this, like you get to be organized and really create the space and really say no when your schedule is full because you can't operate from a place of depletion. So I am um, going to be hosting a workshop in the next couple of weeks. I think, I don't know the name. It doesn't really matter what the name is. This is kind of the vibe. It's like feeling alive, feeling good in our body. Like this is how I've been able to teaching you how I've been able to reconnect with my body, connect with my unseen support and, and come from this place of, of, you know, still feeling calm and centered within no matter what's happening in my external world. You know, it's like being in the center of it. This is how we dance in a hurricane, right? Like we become the eye. And um, so anyways, if you're interested, just send me a direct message or comment below um, as I get my ducks in a row. If you want it, uh, if you're interested in attending my free workshop. And then for those of you who have been following me for a while on um, spring equinox, the week of the spring equinox, it's so interesting. I was just looking at my calendar. I think it's, I think spring equinox is on the 20th. My guardian angel Nikki's birthday is on March 22nd. I already have a couple of you who are in and we're just figuring out logistics. So my eight week program, the awakened woman circle, the next round, the next series of that's going to be starting at the end of March. Like I just said, uh, so even if like any of this interests you or intrigues you, I'd love to have a conversation, uh, Again, I'm like really basking in this feminine approach to um, calling in the women that I know I get to work alongside. And the biggest, like what I want us all, what I want to really ground in around my messaging around this program is this is not a how-to program. Like I am not curing anything. There is nothing wrong with you. This is an attunement and alignment program. This is showing you how to be connected to your bodies again, right? Because we've been disconnected as women. And this is about aligning, attuning. This is about expanding your aura. This is about like loving all parts of you, wholeness, touching the parts of you that you stuffed in the basement, the emotions that you've, you know, potentially numbed, the coping mechanisms that you've used to really continue to step in and say yes to yourself and unfurl that beautiful rose, like unfurl um, the truth of who you are and really step into that. And so if that interests you, it's a um, eight week program. And that's the first series. I've got several series for those who want to go deeper, but this is really an opportunity for just a place to start, to start, right? Like I am not going to fix you. I am not going to, like, there is nothing outside of you that is going to heal what you get to heal and transmute and transform. Like I am just your guide showing you, you know, like this is how you get to attune. And then you get to do it. Like we all have our own energy. We all have our own frequency. And this is where we really start to, to bask in the uniqueness of all of us. And also it's like the universal, how the oneness and the uniqueness of all of us. And, um, you know, a lot of sister wound healing happens in these containers. It's this very intimate group. So anyways, those are the two options. I'll put the, um, I have the landing page for the program. And like I said, I, I probably have it on my calendar 
when did I say that I was going to do my workshop? Let's see. Okay. I, right now I think I said March 3rd, March 3rd from 12 to 3 EST is what I tentatively right after the new moon is what I tentatively put on my calendar, but I'm still ironing it out. All right, loves. And that's free, free workshop. I love you. Thank you for all of you. Oh my gosh, who watched the whole time. I hope this lands. I hope this supports you. And if you have any questions or comments or you'd like to share how sex school (laughs) goes this week and beyond, please reach out. I'm going to go shower post-workout. Love you. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you. If you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.